0: Hello, and welcome to K2. My name is Kelton, and I'm here with my buddy. Hiya! You may know him as Keaton. Um, I certainly do. And today... My name? <laughs> Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Weekends, <laughs> we call them something else.
1: Um, but yeah, today... Weekends, it's Keaton at Cool. Oh, you know it. You know it, <laughs> Because I keep it
0: cool on the weekends. <laughs> well, I'm in Minnesota, it's not hard to do. Today, <laughs> um, we are talking about Christians and the environment. Um, so, yeah, Keaton, do you have any thoughts on this before we dive in?
1: Yeah, I. I think i'll just start by saying um i love like creation i love the environment and um you know obviously both of us spent time up north and in the wilderness and camping and uh it's like it's it's like god's playground for us right (laughs) like it's just wild places wide open vast just wild um places Mm -hmm. and to be in them is just it's special so
0: yeah with that i i would agree i would say that some of the most profound and beautiful things i have seen either in creation or in people um there are many beautiful things that we have made but like they just don't really hold a candle to the things that god has made already they might add to it right but i mean you know the concrete jungle and suburbia and i don't know whatever new project we decide to build like it doesn't it just doesn't do it for me like trees um
1: yeah i mean it is there's so many different wild places right like you have mm -hmm. great plains and flat vast expanses of land you have yeah. mountains where you see from heights you have valleys you have the ocean the beaches you have space um, you know forests and mm-hmm. and lake country and yeah, yeah space and uh there's just such a variety i mean you, yes. you admire like a sunrise sunset um you know different types of trees different flowers different mm-hmm. insects mm-hmm. different creatures like it's just cool it's
0: yeah cool. yeah um yeah so the christian perspective on creation is interesting because um there's, intriguingly there's more than one perspective right uh, a lot of people have said over the years like no this is like this is how we fit in this is how creation is supposed to fit in like you know I like we're all god's little flower children or no creation was put here to serve us and um yeah yeah but like the real trick is sifting through all the opinion and trying to find um what god says about us and creation i think obviously the best way to do that is to look through the bible right Mm -hmm. um and meaning because you know if you know we can we can sit and dither about it all day but if God said it's supposed to be a certain way then I don't know why not just look at what he yeah. said.
1: Yeah look at uh you know there's that uh old uh saying or view you know we have special revelation and general revelation mm-hmm. and um it helps to look at the special revelation meaning God's word to help interpret the general re- revelation which is uh creation and yes yeah. and the material world.
0: Yeah. Um, And so Keaton and I are are happy and excited to poke out some ideas, but, you know, do your own research, too, because you should be a responsible citizen, right? Um, So Christians and the environment. First off, creation. It was created by God um, in Genesis, the book of Genesis in the Bible, the creation story, whether... Um, literal or figurative, like, I don't care what camp you're in, but says, in the beginning, God made the heavens and the earth. So I didn't, Steve didn't, the flying spaghetti monster didn't, God did it. Um, And if you look elsewhere in the Bible, um, for example, if you poke around through Hebrews, let's say chapter 11, maybe even verse three, you you will notice that like it says the the visible was created from the invisible the creation was mm-hmm. was made by god um, like yeah i mean i would i would personally uh, even interpret that as like the the something was made from nothing like mm-hmm. um, uh, according
1: ex nihilo or how yeah. you pronounce the latin phrase out of nothing yeah
0: exactly um yeah and so so creation was made it has a definite beginning um was it was brought into being by circumstances far beyond us and beyond our control but it is here now so Um, first oh yeah go ahead
1: well i just want to say so i'm reading right now through c.s lewis's book on miracles and he talks about uh, the natural world and the supernatural and and supernatural meaning at its core yeah. there has to be something that exists not because of something else but just because it exists and that thing is in the christian doctrine is god and so and then and then nature exists out basically out of god it's god is not nature but nature depends on god for its existence essentially and so mm-hmm. um it's pretty cool when you think about just how like god literally holds the entire universe together in right. in a created order
0: right and yeah and it is really interesting because you can see like things like this, this example, exactly. You can see this just by looking through the evidential realm of science, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you go back far enough, like you can trace everything in outer space, like it is expanding away from everything else. Like our galaxy, other galaxies are moving away, which means at one point, they must've been closer together. Um, and so, eventually everything had a beginning eventually it all started somewhere and so the problem with like just trying to explain the universe materialistically is first of all it doesn't make sense like either the universe has to come from something else or it has to come from something else there is no alternative um so so yeah like the, you can draw it further and further back if you want um, and say it like our universe came from another universe but that doesn't do us any good where did that one come from like mm-hmm. so so we know it came from somewhere the bible says god um things about creation um it uh, reveals to us some of god's attributes um for reference here i'm going to pull up um romans shoot sorry i'm looking romans okay. chapter one verse 20 um oh, well i thought it was gonna work but for some reason it did not let me try this again Romans chapter one verse 20 all right here we are um So for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that people are without an excuse. So Christians believe that God's attributes, just like, you know, the personality traits of a painter and artist are present in his creation. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think,
1: I mean a prime example of this, you just look at the diversity in the created world and you look at and see God's character. Like you look at a lion and see his ferociousness. You look at mm-hmm. a lamb and see his gentleness. You look at, um, you know, like those weird fish that have two eyes on one side of them, you know, you mm-hmm. know, what I'm talking um, about sh- like God's humor mm-hmm. <laughs> is also in, in creation. and. Um, you know, there's just a wide array of uh, just design in the universe, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um yeah, and it's everywhere. Like, you know, space shows his, his vastness and his majesty, his infinitude would be another good word. Um, You can look at the sun and see a great example of holiness. Like, you can't get too close. It will destroy you and not because it's a bad thing, but just because it's big and powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, Christians also believe that all of creation um, is fallen. It's groaning with the weight of sin. Um, Romans chapter eight, verse 22. Um, We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. Um, not only so, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship and the redemption of our bodies. Um, so creation suffers alongside of us. There are natural disasters. There is death and extinction and brokenness in the creation. Yeah, and
1: on top of that, like even like uh, things like uh, mosquitoes or um, venomous snakes or um like like creation was made good but because of man's sin it not only just affected the human race it affected all of creation to some Mm -hmm. degree and so I think there's definitely things in creation um that weren't original to its original design Mm -hmm. um and so often like people like to point to creation as an example of how things should be um, or nature is an example of how things should, should be. Um, but it's not always the case because, um, while nature in the created world is good, it's still, it's still fallen. Yes. Um, as it, as, uh, mentioned in this verse.
0: Mm-hmm. So there, but there are remnants of how it should be. hmm Um, yeah. And so creation is, is eagerly awaiting what, i mean c s. lewis and and i would I would borrow from him to to call it this as well, uh, would refer to as the next step in human evolution. That's a really that you know that's not a perfect way of saying it, but um meaning that creation is awaiting the revealing of God's children. Um, again, romans eight uh, verse eighteen. when God turns death and entropy backwards included in that is creation. Creation will be made new. Like it will, it will continue to exist. We will continue to have it and enjoy it and, and take part in it. Um, yeah. So next up, um, on the list of incredibly fun Bible verses, uh, Psalms 96. Uh, bear with me. I'm getting better at this, but still a little slow today. Cause I was up late last night for all the right reasons. And- hey, that's your excuse. <laughs> so, so, wise guy. So Psalm 96, um, verse 11. Let the heavens rejoice, let the earth be glad, let the sea resound and all that is in it, let the fields be jubilant and everything in them, let the trees of the forest sing for joy, let all creation rejoice before the Lord, for he comes, he comes to judge the earth, he will judge the world in righteousness and the people in his faithfulness. Um, so yeah, creation takes part in rejoicing before or, or in God. Um, I know that the the Psalms are poetic books, but I would say that, yeah, like creation almost, almost is like a, a fellow witness with us to God's greatness, to God's love and to his joy. Um, yeah. And if you have anything to add Keaton, by all means.
1: Uh, no, not really. I just, I think, yeah, you, you nailed it. I, I think like creation is a good gift from God and it's, uh, it's, it's obviously for his enjoyment as, as well as ours. So that kind of, uh, dives us into the next portion of this is, is kind of what is our role as humans, uh, in Mm. this environment, in this created order that God has
0: made. Yeah. Yeah, well we see in especially Genesis when humanity first enters on the stage that we are were made to um steward God's creation. Uh, Adam the the man was told to to work it and tend to it. He named all the animals. Um God brought his way. And yeah, so so humans are, are there to, to take care of it and tend it um, and to see that creation flourishes and is healthy and, and make it better. Um, we are made in the image of God. And so we, we are over the earth, like an analogy for God over creation. That's one of the things that makes us as humans so special. Um, one of the reasons that our faculties are so precious is because we we are an analogy in all of creation um, in regards to the earth of of God. Um, we we're obviously made to exist in God's creation. You and I and Keaton are made of matter. Matter is part of the creation. Um, we're material beings we are spiritual beings too, but like, yeah, you matter. Um, literally you're made of matter and that's good. God said it was good. Um, we were made to coexist with God's creation. Um, if you are still in Genesis, you might go to the end of Genesis one. God is, um, it just just made humanity, Adam and Eve, the first humans. Um, and he blessed them and said to them, be fruitful, increase in number, fill the earth, and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. And then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds of the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. Now, one of the things I I learned about this, um, shout out to the Bible Project for those of you who haven't discovered them yet. They're a far more professional podcasting crew um, whom I love. But I was listening to one of their podcasts and they were talking about how God didn't say that so that the animals would know what to eat. They would have figured it out. Like they got the green plants, right? God said that to Adam and Eve to imply like, Hey, this stuff with the fruit and the seeds and things that's for you to eat. But this other stuff is for the, for all the other creatures. Um, Implying that you know they are to have food, they are to coexist with us. They are supposed to have their um, own sustenance. Keaton, are you still there? Yep. Okay. Sorry, just got some weird pains. <laughs> um,
1: um, yeah, for sure. I think. Um, yeah, creation is is definitely a good gift from God. Um, but it's also not something that we should worship either. Obviously, it's uh, pointing us to the creator, um, which kind of jumps into that next section of, um, you know, stewardship versus Mm -hmm. exploitation and how should we look as Christians at how do we interact in in our environment um, to, to steward it uh, and not rule it. Um, one of the things I, I was thinking about in preparation for this episode was um, a book by Francis Schaeffer, um called Pollution and the Death of Man. For, for those of you um, interested in reading a book on this subject, it's a great one. Um, but he talks about, um, you know, as Christians, our responsibility is to care for the land. So we can use it, but we want to use it wisely. And, um, you know, he talks in that book about uh, like a, a tree, and trees have value because they're a tree, you know, they're created by God, that's what they're made to be is a tree. And so that tree we might use for shelter, or we might leave for its own beauty um, but we shouldn't equate a tree to like a human being because they're not the same there's a created order but we should also not neglect a tree is nothing either so it's like remembering to give and attribute its proper value where um, we don't we don't underestimate its value and we don't heighten its value
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure um yeah and so and so the interesting things happen um also when we when we begin to look at um sorry bear with me as i get my brain to work um yeah when we look at stewarding the creation like god does say in genesis like you are to rule and subdue creation like it is to be under you but the the point i would bring up is those words like ruling and subduing are very different than like dictating and exploiting like um we are to be superior over creation but there's a certain way to do that like a ruler is a bad ruler if they abuse What they're in charge of, and much the same for us in creation. This is we believe God's creation, everything down to the atoms in us. Um, Creation was not here, may put here for us. Rather, creation and us were put here by God for God. Um, So, in a sense, those two are very similar, right? But they're really not, nah. um, we we are guests here in God's house. We are very welcome guests, and He asks us to please live here and take care of things. But yeah, like we're supposed to take care of things. Um, yeah,
1: if- I think it's like a both and kind of thing. Creation mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and and humankind is is made for God, but creation is also. Made for man and for our enjoyment, and um, yeah. we we can take enjoyment in it. And so, like you said, we sh- we shouldn't abuse that gift. Mm-hmm. Um, But that also doesn't mean that we should leave every place wild and only have wild places and be basically like hunter gatherers. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Yeah. like God definitely gives technologies and different things, so we sure. can use land for farming Mm -hmm. we can use land for building a city um, but we shouldn't terrorize the earth we shouldn't Mm -hmm. um, you know try and control it to the point that it's all under our control and all of our environment so wild places should still exist like we should still um create habitat for birds and animals um uh, because that is part of our mandate I believe in mm-hmm. in stewarding the earth and, and not exploiting it. Mm-hmm. Um and so we can um use creation for our benefit but we also should uh protect creation for its own benefit if that makes sense.
0: Oh yeah. And God is a wild God. Like he you know, creation as, as is meaning the earth and its wild state is the base state of existence. Like the things that we build on top of it. So cities and human societies, they are real, but they exist on top of that framework, which is at its base level, a wilderness to be explored and enjoyed life is a wilderness. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, Oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I uh I I
1: can't remember where else I was going to so I <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just going to say like I think um in modern Christianity we have this idea that um caring for the earth and environmentalism is like this thing associated with like far left like secular anti-christian values and I think that's a, a a false belief. Like obviously that's what we're like in the political sphere, it tends to like lean towards. But it's like as Christians, we should have the value of environmental protection. We should have that as a value. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe it's not the most important value, but it is definitely an important value. Yeah. Um that I think we need to uphold and that we need to. Um, as our mandate to steward the earth and and protect it and use it that we need to um, value it because it it's something that God has made and so it therefore is good because God Mm -hmm. is good Um, even though it's fallen um, I think we still it's important to do the best we can and in Trying to limit our environmental impact, whether that's um, making sure we're not littering trash and maybe even picking up trash, or whether that's um, you know trying to be more um, efficient in limiting fossil fuels, or you know all of those steps can be taken because um, creation is a good thing and we should um, value it. But again, mm-hmm. not, not
0: overvalue it or yes. not undervalue it. Just value it for what it is. And, and I would add to that, um, just briefly, um, that, yeah, if, and if, if for us or, or for you or for me, um, if our political views are, you know, so, so narrow, like we, we have to understand and we're, we're limited creatures, right? and have subjective viewpoints and opinions but the kingdom of god is much bigger than our narrow framework of politics it's more than conservative and it's more than liberal and it's big enough that conservative and liberal are merely parts of the spectrum that fall in like there's things jesus says that are super liberal there's things jesus says are super conservative so if you're mm-hmm. you know if you're a christian you Got to be comfortable with the idea that sometimes we're going to believe things that look from the outside like a little liberal, and sometimes we're going to believe things that look from the outside more conservative. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I digress. Um, we we were also made to learn from creation. It's got lots of valuable lessons for us. Um, Jesus. His, his parables were just swimming with natural analogies, um, The like his parable of the sower of the wheat, um, which he told to illustrate what it's like when people hear God's word. Um, his parable with the mustard seed, you know, having faith is like having a mustard seed that grows to become the biggest tree. Uh, it starts really small. and yeah, so I think God likes pointing us to creation to learn valuable lessons for for our lives in the present and for the life of the world to come, right?
1: Mm-hmm. If you want a, a great uh, creation narrative um, and just the how much thought God put in creation, um, definitely recommend reading Job. I think it's like 38 through 42.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, uh, amazing where were you when i laid the foundations of the earth or strung Mm -hmm. up the pleiades yeah super Yeah. yeah so as far as final thoughts go um yeah i think as christians like where do we go from here um most important thing to remember is we we're part of the creation we were made to be in it, to be part of it, to be with it, uh, to work in tandem with it, um, not for our glory or our purposes, but for God's. Um, we were made for God. Creation was made for God. We're here to be part of it and live it and love it, um, to be with others and to get out and to experience it. Um, you're made of matter. I'm made of matter. Guys, we matter. Like It is good for us to be here. So, so, yeah, don't, don't stop being part of creation, but step into becoming part of creation in your lives today. Thanks for listening. This has been K2, um, Thinking Upward and Pressing Onward. My name is Kelton. I'm here with my buddy Keaton. And we will see you next time.